Hey, diehards, and welcome to another episode of A Hill I'm Willing to Die On, the perfect podcast for all those opinionated but open-minded. I'm your strongly opinionated host, Shamaya, and in today's episode, I will be talking about Black parents and the stigmas slash controversies within the community. I do want to give you a quick trigger warning. Topics such as sexual assault, abuse, and mental health might be mentioned in today's episode. If any of this triggers you, please proceed with caution or do not continue listening. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to give you a quick reminder to follow this podcast and follow me on Instagram at Shamaya underscore b That's S-H-A-M as in monkey, I-Y-A underscore B as in boy, the number four, T-H. So you know when the latest episode is out. Without further ado, Black Parents, a hill I'm willing to die on. So I decided it's only logical to get the first controversy out of the way, the one that is the first thing everyone thinks of when they're like, Black parents are controversial. Spanking your child. Now, me personally, even though I don't want kids, I've always, always, always told myself that if I have kids, I'm not spanking them. And also, I want to clarify that... um, a lot of stuff that I'll be talking about in this episode, although um, it um, may mainly occur in uh, the Black community or, you know, it it may apply more so to Black people or people of color. I'm not saying that it can't happen to other races. I'm just talking about what I, as a Black person, know to be controversial in my community anyways so as I was saying yeah I would never spank my child and you know when you when you're not a parent yourself and you're also a child you get that response a lot from adults so well you're not a parent so you wouldn't understand you're not an adult so you wouldn't understand and I my rebuttal is always you know yeah I'm not a parent but I'm a child and I know what I do and don't want as a child, especially when it comes to uh, some of the things that we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So spanking, I actually, because I feel so strongly about being against uh, spanking your child, I put a, what? Um, I did a lot of research. I put the, my three main points on here. So Let's start with, um, it's a slave mentality. I think that that's something that a lot of black people don't really understand or black parents don't understand that you spank your child because your parents spanked you, their parents spanked them, their parents spanked them because their master whipped them. And so if you, if you look into, you know, the reason behind why slaves were getting whipped, you know, the slave masters, um, would beat them for any reason, really, they would do it out of pure entertainment if they wanted to. But a lot of the times it was the slave master established a rule, the slave broke it. So they got that corporal punishment. They got a whipping, um, or 
you know, a slave master told them not to do something, the slave did it anyways, and so they whipped them. What happens when a child gets a spanking? They broke a rule. The parent spanks them. They uh, did something the parent told them not to do. They got a spanking. It's it's literally the same exact thing. It's just you're using, you're not using a whip to whip them. And you change the name from whip to spank or beat or whoop, whatever. <clears throat> but it's all the same thing. Um, If you... I forgot exactly what I looked up, but in my notes here, I have from wikipedia.com, whipping has been used as a form of discipline on slaves. It was frequently carried out during the period of slavery in the United States by their slave owners and their slaves. Um, I don't think that I put this one here. No, I didn't include it in my notes, but I do remember while I was researching, you know, the history behind spanking and everything, I found that um spanking is not of african-american culture you would think that it is today because you you more so hear of you know black parents spanking their children versus white parents spanking their children but if you and actually you know what give me a second here to look it up um i believe it said oh, i'm not gonna be able to find it again uh, i believe it said that in African-American culture, they believed that their children were either gods or they were a reincarnation of an ancestor. So, oh, wait, is this it? So they never, um, so they, so they held, um, children above them in, in terms of importance or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I, I, I can't think of the word, but like children, black children in African-American culture were above the adults. Like they, I don't want to say they worship them because it didn't say that. And I don't want anything, I don't want to say anything wrong, but it definitely did say that children were seen as like higher than the adults. Um. Yeah, I cannot find the article that I saw that. But if you look into it, I'm sure you'll find it. But yeah, spanking isn't even like, it's not a thing. Well, it is now, but it originally was white people. That was all white people because they would spank us or whip us and... You know, it was to make us conform and do what they wanted us to do. Now, I couldn't get, I couldn't get, um, I couldn't get this confirmed through researching, but I would think that because, you know, you have the slave masters whipping a slave, if that slave is a parent and they have a child, you know, that they obviously, slave parents would do anything to protect their child. They don't want anything to happen to them. So if you know, their child is doing something that they shouldn't be like maybe playing around and the slave master said not to, then instead of, you know, the, instead of the child getting caught by the slave master and, you know, having the slave master with them, if the parents saw it, they would, um, they would beat them to discipline them so that they wouldn't get that treatment from the slave master, which, like I said, I can't confirm this, but I feel like that would be where the 
be saying, um, I'm doing this because I love you, um, saying comes from, you know, a lot of parents will say that before they beat you for whatever reason, be like, you know, um, I beat you because I love you, blah, blah, blah. I feel like that, that was probably something that a slave parent said to their child one day to keep them from being whipped by the slave master. Um, once again, I don't know if that's true, but I, I have a, I have a very strong feeling that that's how that came about because that, that makes a lot more sense in my opinion. Um, here in my notes, I have historically the black body has been subject to racial control through centuries of slavery, lynching, sexual violence, um, reproductive legislation, surveillance, segregation, mass incarceration, police practices, and popular entertainment. Um, I got that from bbc.com. Once again, another, um, another example of, um, black people being, um, receiving the corporal punishment form of discipline from people of other races. You know, like it says, slavery, lynching, segregation, all that stuff. So it's, it's not a, it's, it's definitely rooted back to Jim Crow and slavery and racism and all that other stuff. So I, I wouldn't want to carry on that slave mentality. Also, not to mention it kind of, it's right there on the borderline of abuse. I would say it is no matter like what form it is, you know, like no matter what the reason that you're doing it is, like if you're beating them just because you're upset, you want to beat them or like they broke, they broke something and you beat them or they were being hard headed. So you beat them. I feel like that the corporal punishment is the abuse part of it. I don't think that the reasoning should justify you beating a child especially when you're an adult and let me talk about that really quickly because I saw this TikTok not too long ago um I don't remember the guy's username so I can't credit him and I I, I saw the video so long ago it's all the way down in my likes I would be scrolling for hours trying to find that video but he basically did a comparison to um he did a comparison of spanking your child and hitting your um oh excuse me hitting your significant other um he was like when when my wife um doesn't listen I hit her if she's acting out of line I hit her because that's what makes her listen and um if you listen to what he's saying you would instantly like especially if you've ever been in an abusive relationship type of situation, you would hear that and like, it makes you angry. And then like right at the end of the video, he says, that's how y'all sound justifying beating your kids. And when I watched the video and I got to that part, I was like, wow. I mean, I've never agreed with spanking your kid, but if you're a person that puts your hands on your kid or spanks your kid, whatever, and you listen to that video and then you hear the end, there's literally like how how can you argue what he's saying he's like it, it's okay it's not okay for someone to put their hands on you it's not okay if you're a woman it's not okay for a man to put their hands on you stuff like that but it's okay for you as an adult and a parent to speak your child a literal child 
I don't, you know, like I just, I can't get on board with that. I don't agree with that. I really don't. I can't. It just, it's, and it can be really traumatizing, especially if you're, if, ooh, sorry, especially if you as a child got beat for something and you didn't understand what you actually did wrong, you know, like, you know that you did something wrong and you know not to do it again, but you don't know why it's wrong. You just know that you're not going to do it again so that you don't get that physical, corporal, abusive punishment again, you know? Um, the next thing I have in my notes is, um, from APA.org, it says, many studies have shown that physical punishment, including spanking, hitting, and other means of causing pain, can lead to increased aggregation, antisocial behavior, physical injury, and mental health problems for children. Um, a couple months back, I do believe it was earlier this year. Sorry, I'm cracking, cracking my knuckles, if, <laughs> if you can hear that. Um... I watched this video by Middle Ground. Um, it's Middle Ground is a YouTube channel, not sponsored by the way, but I I think that you guys should you know go check out their channel. They have a a lot of videos. I don't remember the name of the segment, but um, maybe it's called Versus or something like that. Let me look it up here. Middle Ground. Um, strip. Parenting. Oh, I spelled that wrong. <laughs> um, no, middle ground, middle ground. Where is middle ground? Not Jubilee, not Jubilee. Let's try just middle ground. Um, oh, okay. So, that okay, that was my bad. So, the name of the channel is Jubilee. And the name of the segment that I'm talking about is called Middle Ground. It's basically where they have people that are on opposite sides of the spectrum. So like right here, I'm looking at, um, let's see, religious leaders and scientists, activists and skeptics. Um, um, it doesn't say what, oh, uh, politics of some sort. Um, identity politics is what it says. Anyways, so the video in the video that I watched, they had, I think it was, I don't remember how they worded it, but it was basically like strict, strict parents versus non-strict parents, whatever. And so there was this one black lady on there. Um, she was on the strict parenting side. I mean, it might've been called helicopter parent, whatever. <laughs> um, she was on the strict parenting side, but she didn't agree with spanking, which I found interesting being a black mom and she made all the points that I made earlier, uh, pretty much. But one thing that she said was, um, she said that she wouldn't, uh, she, okay. So I gotta, I guess I gotta explain the conversation. So there was a white man there that did agree with spanking his kids. And, you know, he was like, um, that, you know, my mom beat me and I'm fine, blah, 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 blah. So her rebuttal to that was, you know, she would never spank her child because Jim Crow, slavery, all that other stuff, as I mentioned earlier. But then she was also like, a lot of people will say 
I was beat as a kid and I turned out fine, but then they'll turn out to have all types of mental health problems and um, increased aggression, as I said, and just be so angry, so quick tempered, which is very, very true. I find that in most people in general that have been spanked, but especially black people, if they get beat or have been beat as a child, they definitely will tend to have um, more anger problems or mental health issues, which um, that, like I said, ties into the trauma that being beat can bring. Even if, even if you got beat as a child and you know what you did wrong, you know why it was wrong and you know that you're never going to do it again because it was wrong. Just the fact that your parent beat you for being wrong can be, and in most cases will be, traumatizing. So I would never spank my kid. That brings, that alone brings a lot of, um, Sorry, that sounds like my voice is shaking. It's because I'm because I'm talking lower and lower. But <clears throat> that can bring a lot of problems, which I don't want to put up on my child that I'm not having. <laughs> um, so that's all for the spanking segment of this podcast. Let's get into some deeper stuff. Okay, so I think the next topic, okay, let me just, let me read you guys all of the things that I want to talk about, and then I guess I'll kind of just jump around, because some of these things, oh, excuse me, some of these things connect, but some of them don't, so let me read you what I have. I have um, spanking, obviously. I have when men are around, I have blood is thicker than water, being strict on daughters and not their sons, I have mental health, I have privacy, um, telling uh, telling your child's business, which like I said, it that ties into privacy, um, but I wanted to talk about that separately. Um, you can talk to me about anything, emotionless men and homopho- homophobia equals Christianity. Okay, so let's start with mental health because I did I didn't I didn't take any notes but when I did some research looking into mental health in the black community it was like really sad (laughs) Uh, excuse me but African Americans need help like in the least funny way black people have we have all we all need help we all need to get help the the percentages for the amount of black people that receive mental health the mental health help that they need versus the percentage of black people that die from uh suicide depression you know their mental health issues it's in Saying, if you feel that you need help, get it ASAP. If you feel 
that you cannot talk if I'm I'm talking to the children and teens. If you feel that you cannot talk to your parent about how you may be feeling, please find an adult that you know you can talk to. Please. Um get the help if you need it. Get the help. Um so I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna keep this quick because like I said the <laughs> the percentages are sad like it's just it's sad and I really don't know what else to say other than get the help like and to the black parents that may be listening to this it's okay for something to be wrong with your kid I think a lot of black parents need to hear that realize that process it and understand it because I've personally noticed that black people don't like for anything to be wrong with their kids and I don't understand because your kid isn't going to be perfect they're going to have something wrong with them and I know I'm saying it kind of in a messed up way like what do you mean something is wrong with my something is wrong there's an area of something in their life that they need help with is wrong whether it's mental health whether it's uh they're failing in math like anything something is wrong stop being so against the thought of something being wrong with your child like um uh okay i don't i don't want to say that because i don't want to put any of my family members on blast but if you have multiple people (laughs) uh, okay if you have multiple people pointing out the same thing about your child and you know what what might possibly what they might possibly need or what might possibly be the issue or not even just the issue the thing with them like whatever you want to call it maybe get them tested see if it is true you know like but leaving leaving it untreated because either you don't think so or you don't want so is not the answer for example if you have a kid that they're really messy and they're always in their room and they barely talk to you instead of assuming that they are lazy and messy and want nothing to do with you if multiple people are pointing out hey your child may be depressed stop responding so defensively talk to them and if you feel like you're not getting an answer out of it get them tested like it's so uh I feel so passionate about that because I feel like it's so simple to go just go see it's like it's like when um if you get when you get sick but you don't know what it is you go to the doctor to see what it is or if it is anything you've been coughing all day let me go see if I have COVID nope I don't have COVID it's just a sore throat at least you know you know um, I hope that was a good comparison, but yeah, I think that that's, that's something that black people really need to accept that mental health is real. Mental health is very prominent in the black community and black people are the least likely to get tested and, or get help, um, while dealing with 
mental health issues which could be end up being the cause of their death so so sad i don't want to talk about it anymore if you need the help get the help if you think your child may need help get them help if they tell you they need help get them help okay moving on Okay, so I have to re-record this segment. Um, I had lost my train of thought for entirely too long. But um, what we're talking about next is being strict on daughters and not um, sons um, within the black community. Um, I, I personally, I mean, I can't relate to this all the way. But in like a small little square inch <laughs> way, I can um you know it's very typical in the black community for black parents to be more strict on their daughters and not their sons i'm not entirely sure why research wise um but just personal experience and from personal experience and um watching movies and tv shows and stuff but mainly personal experience it's it tends to be because, you know, the daughter, I mean, the mother doesn't want the daughter having kids young, which like, <sighs> that's a whole nother, that's, that's, that could be a whole nother podcast. Like just, mm. anyways, um, yeah, that tends to be the reasoning, you know, they don't want to have, they don't want their daughter to have kids young, but then when it comes to their sons, they don't care what their sons do. And then their sons tend to run wild and do anything in my personal experience in my family, not naming any names, but that's definitely the case on, um, that's definitely the case some down the line in my family. The male siblings, several kids, different baby mothers, kids young, all that. And then, you know, the daughter married, four kids, all by the same person. Anyways, um... So, using the example that I just said, you know, the mother being strict on the daughter and then, you know, in my personal experience, the daughter having a uniform family and the brothers not having a uniform family or, you know, having, you get what I'm trying to say. Although you can be like, well, you know, the mother did what she was supposed to do as a mom, the daughter didn't have any kids young and, you know, like the daughter should be grateful. No because of who because just because you decided to be strict one doesn't it doesn't mean that they followed your rules all the time because let, let's let's also I'm, I'm gonna probably i'm gonna make a podcast out of this um strict parents make sneaky kids and let me type that real quick so i don't forget because that could be That could be a um, podcast within itself. But now, you know, the the people, the mother and the daughter in the situation I'm talking about don't have a good relationship. Like, yeah, the mother got what she wanted with the daughter. The daughter didn't have kids young and she has a uniform family. But now all that at the expense of a good relationship with your child why would you do that? It's so simple to 
not be strict on your kid and them not have kids young. Like, it's so easy. I'm a living example. I'm 17. I'll be 18 in three days. No kids. No strict mother. Simple. 18 straight years. No kids. So simple. It's so simple. It's so easy. And, you know, I have a decent relationship. I'm saying decent like it's bad. But, you know, I, I have a relationship with my mom. You know? And if she was strict, the relationship probably wouldn't be good unless it was forced. You know? Because I'm still living with her. Obviously. Um... So that's, that's all I really have to say about strict daughters. Um, I mean, being strict on, on your daughters and not your sons. Um, I mean, even if you as a strict parent get what you want out of your daughter, meaning, you know, she doesn't have kids young and blah, blah, blah. Number one, that could and probably will end, break, tear, rip your relationship. And then your sons will be the exact opposite. And now you have nothing to well oh, well let me not say it like that but mm, i was about to say now you have nothing to be proud of <laughs> from your sons but i don't want to put it like that but you know you get what i'm saying like it's like your daughter made it like she had the family blah 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 but you can't say the same about your son don't you want to be able to say the same thing about each kid like maybe it's just me personally but i feel like if I'm bragging on what one kid did and their accomplishments, I want to be able to say like, yeah. So, cause it, it, to me, it sounds crazy being like, oh yeah, my daughter has a husband and 17 kids and they're all by the same person and they're married and blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's cool. So what about your son? Yeah. Well, he has four kids by four different baby mamas and like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's the exact opposite. Um, to me, it's kind of. I don't know, weird. <laughs> um, and it's it's just, it's not fair. It could damage your relationship with your kid. Um, and yeah, like I, I really don't know what else to say. Other than, um, I guess that's another thing I wouldn't do. I would try my hardest to be equally stern and not strict stern and uh disciplinary with um my kids if I were to have any um because I don't want to make them feel any type of way and I don't want them to get older and you know come come to me and tell me like everything I did wrong you know I feel like as a parent that would be soul crushing to just hear everything you did wrong and you can't go back and change it. You can't make it better. You know, like you've already, you've already, you've already caused damage. You've already caused harm, you know? So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't do that. I try to be fair all across the board. I hope if there are any parents in general, but especially black parents, if you are listening, please be equally fair and stern with your kids stern not strict 
I want to emphasize again, even though, like I said, I'm gonna make this a whole nother podcast. Strict parents make sneaky kids. Strict parents make sneaky kids. Kids are not just born sneaky. Strict parents make sneaky kids. Can't emphasize that enough. Um, that's all for this segment of <laughs> of the podcast. Let's move into privacy. Privacy. Let's talk about it. Um, when I say privacy, I'm more so res- ooh, so sorry. When I say privacy, I'm more so talking about not letting your child lock their door and going through their phone when they are older um first let's talk about locking doors um i'm not saying oh excuse me i'm not saying let your child like walk you out of their room because like they're mad or something like they got in trouble so they go in their room and lock their door like eh. well even mm, now that i'm saying that out loud and i'm thinking about it if i'm mad and i want to be left alone and i don't want anyone to bother me and I could simply keep everyone out by locking my door. So I, I take back that statement I just said. Um, <laughs> that's funny. So there's really like no defense in not letting your kid lock their door. Um, let them do it. I don't understand why black parents are so against it. Why they, you know, don't want to give their child that it's not i don't even want to say privilege because everyone is deserving of privacy i feel like the first and most um known excuse is that they don't pay any bills in this house they can't lock any doors in this house which makes no sense to me because you don't actually mean that you just you want to control them why you want to control them I don't know or have control over them why I don't know and the reason I say that's because yeah now you're saying that because they don't pay any bills they can't lock any door number one they're 10 my guy they're not paying any bills at 10 years old but number two when they do come become old enough and they do start paying a bill now they they still can't do what they want to do because it's not their house make it make sense you just want to be controlling makes no sense um uh denying a child the privacy that they need can definitely cause um a a poor relationship between you and your child on psychologytoday.com it says it's associated with a number of negative outcomes including depression anxiety and poor parent-child relationships um invading the child's privacy denies denies the child a sense of integral self it erases the boundary between parents and child and takes their right to control it away unfair um let's see what else too little monitoring can leave teens without the help and support they need to make safe decisions about their life and their relationships but hovering over them and demanding too many details 
can send can send them wait what can send the that you don't trust them um i don't really know exactly what that's supposed to say but long story short hovering of over them can um equal them not feeling trusted which not feeling trusted by your parents when you haven't given them a reason to not trust you and this is me speaking from personal experience will make you so extremely angry um i'm not gonna talk about that but mm, mm, uh yeah let's see on family.jrank.org it says for example the parents often violate the privacy of their adult children by entering bedrooms without knocking attempting to overhear telephone conversations asking personal questions opening personal mail i hate that i hate that i hate that i'm so sorry mom if you're listening i hate i hate that you open my mail um <laughs> just being honest infringing on personal time giving unsolicited advice and going through personal possessions all that other stuff i can't relate to but the going through mail um entering without knocking i don't want to say that my mom doesn't enter without knocking well now she doesn't she'll she'll knock and then if i don't say anything she'll call my name and you know then open the door once i respond but um when i was younger she would either just open the door or she would knock and open the door at the same time which if i'm butt naked and you open the door because you decided that you didn't want to knock i don't want to hear nothing 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 you you wanted to see me booty butt naked and i know because you didn't knock if you didn't want to see it you would have knocked um yeah so moving on to telling your child's business once again speaking from personal experience do not go telling the whole family everything about your child it uh it um tends to make them not trust you um it's the same as if you told a friend something and they went and told all of their friends that have absolutely nothing to do with the situation that you told them. Um, and in some situations, it could be embarrassing, especially if you tell a family member that's going... And that family member, like the next time they see them, is going to bring it up every time they see them, no matter how long it's been. That's embarrassing. Stop embarrassing your children. It's not cool. It's really annoying. It... uh um takes away privacy once again but also if you wouldn't want it done to you excuse me i had to drink some water why do it to them like i know that in a lot of black households i honestly don't know about any other um races i'm not sure but in my personal experience a lot of black people I mean, a lot of black parents will tell their kids what happens in this house stays in this house. But then everything you do in the house, all their friends know about. But if you go and tell something that they did, you're in trouble. Makes no sense to me. It should be equal. 
there should be privacy and to be honest like you don't need anybody like all up in your kid's business because let's say like I'm a parent right my kid freaking uh at 10 years old pooped on the floor for whatever reason so I call all my friends and tell them um my son pooped on the floor blah 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 whatever then a couple months later me and that friend fall out and we arguing and she bring up oh you can't control your kids they pooping on the floor blah, blah. like now you have something for somebody to throw in your face it sounds like you can't control your kids because of what they're doing you know just stop it not not everyone in the world needs to know everything about you or your child but especially your child because they are what a child moving on Alrighty, let's talk about how black parents tend to create emotionless men. Um, oh, actually, before we start talking about it, I do want to say there were some other things that I had on here that I wanted to talk about as I read earlier in the podcast, but I got rid of some of those things because I want them to be a podcast on their own because I have a lot of stuff I want to say and I don't want the segments to be too long. So this is going to be the last segment of the podcast. Anyways, emotionless men. Um, yes. So if you're a black man, I'm sure at least once in your life, whether it was a parent or someone else in the family, um, definitely has told you before, stop crying, you're a boy, or what you doing all that crying for, you're a boy, or man up, whatever. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but hearing that enough times definitely will start to instill in you the fact that uh, showing emotion is a sign of being weak or it's not manly, which ends up causing problems later in life because now that you associate emotion with weakness, you don't know how to show emotion towards anyone. You don't, have, you don't know how to show emotion towards your friends. You don't know how to show your emotions towards a love interest. You, you don't know how or you can't because you now associate it with weakness, which is not okay. Um, black parents have got to stop giving that message off to children, to young boys that showing emotion is showing weakness because it's okay to show emotion i'm not saying it's okay it's okay to cry at every little inconvenience that comes your way but it's okay to show emotion and it's okay to cry sometimes especially if you've been going through a lot and you feel like you need to just let it all out it's okay and it doesn't make you weak it does not we need we as in women need men that can show emotion so that we know how you're feeling no one wants to be with someone that's emotionally unavailable because you like you 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 can't get anything out of that and then also for the men i can't i can't speak on it because i'm not a emotionally unavailable man but i would think that 
men who are emotionally unavailable also feel a struggle on their side because they don't know how to open up even if they want to or they want to and they know how to and they know that they can but they associate it with weakness so now they don't want to and they won't um so yeah black parents have, have got to stop giving the message of showing emotion is not manly and showing emotion is weak and they need to start giving the message of it's okay to feel emotion but you know when it comes to crying because it's, it tends to be that crying is the problem um when it comes to crying it's okay to cry but it's not okay to cry at every little inconvenience that gets thrown your way so that's all i have to say about that well diehards it looks like we've reached the end of today's episode um i hope my words fell upon listening ears i hope that um there was at least one thing that you could relate to today i hope that a black parent or black parents heard what i said resonated with it understood and if they you know tend to do some of the things that were mentioned um that they reconsider but um all right guys if you enjoyed this episode let me know what you can relate to down in the q a section below um be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast i hope you have an amazing day please remember to stay opinionated stay heard and be bold. Bye, diehards. Mm-hmm.